0: Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeck. This is Lorraine Ball, and today I'm talking to Peter Wolfgram about web design. Hey, Peter. Hi, Lorraine. Peter, this afternoon, we are going to talk about kind of how people can plan out their web design project and maybe save some money along the way, because everybody loves saving money. They sure do. So... You kind of, you and I were talking about this and you sort of identified five key points that people could kind of use to sort of manage their costs. And the first one you really identified was choosing the right approach. What did you mean by that?
1: Yeah, so when I say uh, by approach, it's how you take your web project and begin to organize it. You may not, you may have a current site and it may, you know, you might be able to get a couple more years out of that or maybe you've got some immediate needs that uh, are going to require much more drastic actions. And there's different approaches for some of those needs. So identifying your needs and the, the matching approach. And there's a couple that um, I can just maybe float out there for a really small budget. You might choose a WordPress website that has a customized theme. That means that there's a template where there's been some parts that are kind of pre-made, preset, a little off the shelf. But with some work and some elbow grease, and maybe a little professional help as well, you can have some cost savings, but still get a very polished, very professional outcome that's gonna serve you really well. Or you could pay a, a premium for a fully custom web design with the whole the whole process. And that can be really fun as well, and can really be a, a great investment. But maybe it may not be the right thing for you right now. And so that's why we have the other approach options.
0: So really, when you kind of step back and look at this whole thing, the first decision is very similar to what you might make as a car starts to get old. Is it worth investing a little bit of money to keep it running a little bit longer, or is this the time to replace it with a whole new model? And then once you make that decision, then you kind of can still save money if you choose to go down the path of something a little more off the shelf where maybe you have to make some compromises.
1: Yeah, that's definitely right. It's about identifying your needs and maybe even setting some priorities.
0: Which kind of leads us to the next point that you had, which was spend wisely. Because if you have a fixed budget, maybe you have to make compromises or choices, and you identified some things that you really thought needed to be top priority, no matter which way you went.
1: Right. No matter what you're doing, you're going to be making some trade-offs and maybe compromises. But I think that there are some foundational items that you really cannot go without as you're planning a new web design or web design updates. And the first one of those is really website security and stability. And I think if I had to pick maybe one thing out of the big group of potential things to talk about with website security and stability, I'd want to talk about website backups. Your website hosting plan may have initially included this idea of backups, which uh, will let you restore your website in the event of, maybe a hacking attempt, or maybe something just goes wrong or it gets messed up and you're not sure why, don't you want to have that security net of being able to roll it back to last week?
0: You know, we've had that unfortunate situation where a client was hacked or their server crashed and they want to restore to an earlier version, and because they weren't backing the site up regularly, there really was nothing to restore back to.
1: Yeah, that's correct. You can either, uh, in the event of something uh, like a hacking or a hacking attempt, you can either spend quite a bit of money attempting to clean up, and there are services out there that will uh, essentially clean or sweep your website for you. But that's still no, and they provide their own guarantees, but that can be expensive. And if you've got the option, why not go back in time and restore from a previous point Now backups do come with their own, typically an additional subscription cost, and there's different levels and options there too, but I think that's a foundational item that if you're not already spending and investing in a backup plan, then you should be, uh, even before you start budgeting for other stuff.
0: So let's let's assume that you've put in your budget for your backup and for your enhanced security, and now you gotta start thinking about upgrades. What kind of Mm -hmm. upgrades should people be thinking about?
1: I think that photography is really something that it's also kind of a foundational item as well. Visuals on the internet are incredibly important. That's going to make your website shine or or if you're lacking visual resources, it's gonna make your website really dull, whatever your web designer has done uh, in addition. So I put photography as kind of an upgrade in the sense that backups and other things May become first. But I really think that business, businesses should really budget in a serious way for assistance from a photographer, whether that's someone in-house that they uh, work with a lot, or whether that's just a relationship that they maintain with somebody uh, who's a third party. Making sure that you've got great photos of your facility, uh, like a picture of the exterior of your building, even if it's not exciting, that can really help put a physical face To your brand but then also really attractive photos of of your staff or your core leadership as well
0: absolutely and I think the idea that original photography people don't realize how much stock photography is reused and reused and reused and just a few original images becomes content that only you can create that gives your website that distinctive look and feel
1: yeah that's right you could Go out and purchase a stock photo of some business people maybe shaking hands or collaborating over some notes on a table, but that's always going to look stiff and wrong because mm-hmm. you know because you know it's not you and chances are everyone else knows that as well. Uh, I think most consumers can sniff out a stock photo really, really quickly and it doesn't leave a good taste in their mouth generally.
0: Absolutely. Um, One of the things that we talked about, kind of the, the fourth part of this planning process, is anticipating other expenses. What other things, and these are really things that come along with the cost of building out a website, it's not necessarily paid to the web design company. What kind of things should you plan on?
1: Yeah, your time is worth something. And obviously you know that, and the time of your employees and people you work with is worth, worth something as well. Extra meetings, phone calls, correspondence, um, all of those things take time, and they're kind of going to be in the middle of your regular business activities. And so uh, I think you really need to – I think people come into web design processes quite a bit, and they don't haven't really thought about how that might require changes in their, their other activities. Or in their regular schedule, they're going to need to make room and, and be able to accommodate that kind of a thing.
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, there's also, um, as the new site rolls out, planning for retraining. And also, you mentioned earlier some of the subscription fees. But while we're on this subject of time, and a good web design takes several months and it can take a lot longer if you don't take an active role. What are some of the things that you know will absolutely either crash and burn the schedule or keep it moving along?
1: Yeah, I find that the bottlenecks and projects that I work on come from primarily uh, ignored or missed invitation or calendar invitations and schedule snafus. It's right now we are taking a lot of vacations. Right now, a lot of my clients have been doing that, and I don't know if ahead of time. Uh, that they quite realized as we were planning things together that they either had those trips coming up and that they were going to miss calls. And all of a sudden, you're a week or sometimes two weeks behind um, because of a calendar thing uh, that happened before. And that makes it uh, really easy. That automatically just shifts everything back. And you can be surprised on the back end about how the timing turned out simply by missing one call or one check-in or by dropping off and really uh, not being on the ball with your correspondence. And so I, as a web designer who works with clients a lot, I've got to be on the ball, but it only works if my contact uh, is also on the ball as well. That's the only way that we stay on time. And I can only bug and nag so much.
0: Absolutely. So Peter, this is great. I think these are some really good tips for people as they start thinking about planning their web design.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me on.
0: If you have enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to know more about Peter's opinions on web design, be sure to check out his blog posts at roundpeg.biz. And look for other episodes of More Than a Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Lorraine Ball, and this has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.